I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com coming to you from just outside the T-Mobile Center. That's behind me. The College Basketball Hall of Fame is right in front of me. Arkansas just wrapped up a 72 to 64 victory over Kansas State in the opening round of the Hall of Fame Classic. Um, Man, I almost feel like I should do a Hog Hoops Live episode. There's a lot to unpack from that game, but to be quite honest with you, it's about midnight and the insomnia cookies across the street is calling my name. Arkansas got a sweet victory. I feel like I need some sugar in my life. That was, uh, it was almost like watching two completely different games. To be perfectly honest with you, the first half, man, Arkansas looked great. Uh, They were in sync offensively. The ball was moving. Players were cutting. Uh, you know, just I, I thought the efficiency there uh, in the high post with Jalen Williams, Connor Vanover being aggressive, going to the rim. Uh, man, they just looked really good. Uh, even you know, even though the shots weren't necessarily falling at, at a high clip, they scored 42 points in the first half. The defense was suffocating. Uh, held Kansas State 0 of 10 three-point shooting. You love to see it uh, in the first half. And Arkansas gets out to a 42 to 24 lead at halftime, had all the momentum, some big plays, highlight dunks. Uh, it was really everything that you hope to see, kind of almost like a breakout of sorts from this team and their first test away from Bud Walton Arena. Uh, the second half, eh, not so great, uh, but not the end of the world. You know, I thought Kansas State did a nice job making some adjustments. Uh, they came out, they were more physical than Arkansas in the second half. And it's kind of hard, Musselman said this after the game, it's hard to play uh, when you have a big lead like that and not take the foot off the gas a little bit and they and, and Arkansas did you know they looked a little lackadaisical at times in the second half uh, giving up a lot more dribble penetration to Kansas State they still defended the three uh, the three-point line very well uh, but Kansas State was starting to get you know some some easier buckets and Arkansas couldn't really buy one uh, for long stretches you know Kansas State cut it to six uh, a number of times including you know in, in the final couple minutes there but at the end of the day Arkansas did what they had to do uh, to pull out a victory that, that never really felt like it was in jeopardy, uh, despite it being an, you know, an eight-point finish there. Uh, you know, some clutch free throw shooting. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, down the stretch and really throughout the game, that's what kind of bailed you out. You know, on a night where Arkansas holds Kansas State to three of 22 three-point shooting, uh, they shoot three of 22 themselves, okay? So how does Arkansas make up for that? They're aggressive on the offensive boards. Uh, aggressive around the rim and they get 34 free throws attempted and they cash in 27 of them and so that's a huge number a huge statistic there uh, Chris likes was what was he eight of eight 10 of 10 uh, in the last two minutes that guy you know against the press down the stretch you, you almost get a little bit nervous because he's just weaving through everybody uh, off the dribble down there but hey it's effective he, he did a nice job of taking care of the basketball getting contact, getting to the line and cashing in, uh, and Arkansas walks out with the win. And, you know, um, looking at some of the other things here, they actually printed out stats. How about that? Uh, we don't get stats printed out for us at Bud Walton Arena. They were passing out papers, paper copies of the stat sheet at every timeout. I've got a whole backpack full 
of stat sheets. I think I have the final box in my hand. I hope so, otherwise I'm going to be reading uh, some crazy stats to you from the midway point of the first half. So let's, let's see if I picked up the right thing here. Uh, it looks like I did. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I, down the stretch, you know, Arkansas had an 11-point lead uh, with under seven minutes to go. And, and Eric Musselman took the air out of the ball, and I think that was smart. And what, what I mean by that is he really slowed things down. Um, you saw a lot of J.D. Note and a lot of Chris Likes dribbling out the clock a little bit, getting it down to that 12 to 14 second range, get Jalen Williams to come out there uh, and set a screen and, and just see what kind of plays you can make. And quite honestly, uh, Arkansas didn't execute well in terms of getting points, scoring baskets off of that, uh, but they did do a nice job of running down that clock limiting possessions and keeping that cushion. So I, I thought that was a, a wise move on a day where the shots weren't really falling the way you, you would normally expect them to for the Razorbacks. But hey, you know, a, a, a number of stats here that stand out to me. Uh, Arkansas for the game shoots 36.2% from the field. That, that's got to be their lowest of the season, I would imagine. Uh, Kansas State wasn't much better at 37.3%. Uh, you know, three of 22 from three for both teams. So it was kind of, I mean, there are a lot of clunkers. It was funny, you know, so many three-point shots went up throughout the game, really from both teams in big moments. And, and several of them were open looks. And you get the big momentum from the crowd, almost that big gasp of, <gasps> before it would erupt. And then the shot would always rim out. <laughs> so very few times was the crowd able to explode with a three-point moment at a big time like that. But you know, uh, the, the 27 to 34 from the free throw line from Arkansas was the difference in the game. 16 to 8 advantage in second chance points. You win a game by eight points and you get eight more second chance points than your opponent. That's a good thing for Arkansas. Uh, Kansas State's a big team. Uh, they, they played, you know, guys 6'9, 6'10, 7 foot uh, throughout the course of the game. And, and Arkansas tied them on the glass 41 to 41. Um, actually had one more offensive rebound, 13 to 12. So that, that's good to see. Uh, Arkansas was strong in the assist to turnover margin in the first half, really slipped in the second half and, and kind of backtracked a little bit. So for the game, Arkansas finishes with nine assists and 12 turnovers. Need to flip that number, get it back to that 21 to five uh, that you had against Northern Iowa last week. That's what we want to see, right? But uh, that just goes to show you a little bit too, uh, the strategy of Arkansas down the stretch. They weren't getting the shots they were looking for uh, Kansas State really packed the paint and, and kind of mucked things up a little bit in the lane. Uh, so that limited the shots, uh, the quality shots, I guess you would say, for Arkansas at, at times. Uh, and then they, like I said, they kind of took the air out of the ball, did a lot more ISO with Note uh, and Chris Likes there down the stretch. So not as many assist opportunities, I guess you would say. Um, to take a look at, at some individual guys here, I, I thought Aldisi Tony was fantastic. Uh, you know, he finished with 13 points and, and nine rebounds and just continues to be just a high-level cutter. Uh, it's, it's incredible. I don't think there's a better backdoor, weak-side cutter in the country than Odyssey Tony. He times those things up so well and gets Arkansas a lot of easy buckets. His activity levels, again, uh, just in the paint on the glass, fantastic. Uh, I thought he was a real difference maker for Arkansas. Connor Vanover, hey, he got the start. It was a good matchup for him, and he really delivered. Uh, he actually led the team, I believe. Yeah, he did 14 points uh, on the night. He was tied with Chris Likes with 14 points. Um, five rebounds. You know, Connor was aggressive at the rim. He had a number of dunks in traffic, including a putback. And, and even when he missed, 
Uh, he was going to the rim hard. He was drawing fouls. He went to the free throw line. We know that's the thing that kills me about Connor sometimes. We know how good of a free throw shooter he is. Man, be aggressive around the rim. And if you don't finish, draw contact and get to the line. He did that tonight and was 8 of 9 on his free throws. That was huge for the Razorbacks. So uh, a nice job there by Connor. Uh, I mentioned Chris Likes, you know, 10 of 10 from the free throw line, finished with 14 points. He wasn't great until crunch time, and, and he really delivered when it mattered there. Stanley Amude, I, I thought, had some really big moments. He was 5 of 9 from the field, 10 points, 4 rebounds, had some big dunks. When this guy explodes, he explodes. Uh, I'm still waiting. I thought it was going to happen. He had six points kind of right in a row there in the first half. Then he got saddled with foul trouble and, and set out basically the rest of the first half and never really got back in that rhythm. I thought this was going to be his breakout game. Uh, still, overall, pretty solid. He had some big plays on the defensive end as well, which is a good omen. It's something that you like to see uh, from Stanley Amude. Uh, man, J.D. Note wasn't his night. Hey, you know, sometimes it's going to happen. Four of 17 from the field. Uh, he looked a little bit tired, a little bit out of sorts, especially, you know, kind of later on in the second half. Uh, airballed a couple shots. Uh, of that 4 of 17, he was 2 of 10 from 3, so you really hope for a bounce back from him uh, tomorrow. I don't think this is a guy that's going to be lacking for confidence. We've, we've seen J.D. Note uh, have incredible performances. He'll be able to shake it off short-term memory. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, and then Devo Davis, only 2 of 5 from the field, uh, 4 rebounds, 4 points, a couple turnovers. Um, wasn't necessarily as aggressive to score as I thought he might be. There were times where I thought he did a nice job. We remember him, you know, last year really driving left, kind of wiggling in between traffic, getting into that elbow area where he can really knock down that mid-range jumper uh, or get to the rim and finish. I thought he was actually looking to pass uh, maybe a little bit too much. Maybe he was being a little bit too unselfish at times when he had opportunities to score. I'd have to go back and, and look at the tape a little bit. But, hey, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you've got four really good teams here at this tournament. It's the Hall of Fame Classic. This is an awesome place, by the way. Uh, a great venue, the T-Mobile Center. Like I mentioned, the, the College Hall of Fame, College Basketball Hall of Fame right across the street, the Power and Light District. It felt like an NCAA tournament atmosphere. It was pretty close, I would say, to a 50-50 split, maybe a little bit more uh, Arkansas fans there. It was exciting, and, and the atmosphere was great. And there was a time there when Kansas State was making their run um, you could kind of feel the pressure on Arkansas's shoulders. Uh, you know, Kansas State actually brought a student section uh, amongst, a, you know, just a, a nice group of fans. And, uh, and they were loud, and they were getting on the Razorbacks, and they remained poised for the most part, like I've said a hundred times already in, in the last ten minutes, on a night where the shots just weren't really falling, uh, and you weren't in sync offensively down the stretch, but they remained poised. They got the stops they needed to get. They made the free throws they needed to make, and they're 4-0. And this is a nice win against a Big 12 team uh, on a neutral site. That's going to wind up being a quad two, maybe maybe a quad one. We don't know how Kansas State's going to be uh, over the course of the season, but going to be a good win for the resume. And of the four teams that came here, only one of them gets to leave this place 2-0. And Arkansas's got the opportunity to do that tomorrow night. And it's crazy because everyone expected this, this showdown to be set up, a top 25 matchup between Arkansas and Illinois, not so fast. Illinois got blasted by a Cincinnati team that I believe is up to 5-0 and now, and they look really good. This is going to be uh, a big challenge for Arkansas. I'm so interested to see uh, how the Razorbacks respond. Uh, hey, got a big win. They should feel good about themselves. 
tonight, but struggled a little bit down the stretch there. It wasn't a great shooting night. You got to come back and shake that off and be a little bit better uh, less than 24 hours later. And it's a Cincinnati team coming off a, a throttling of the Fighting Illini. Beat them 20. Cincinnati was down 15 seven minutes into the game, and they wound up winning the game by 20 points because they really lock up on you defensively. Uh, they have a lot of length. They've got three or four guys in the rotation at 6'9", 6'10", or above. Uh, have a couple guards that can score it uh, in Davenport and Julius. So uh, this is going to be a big challenge for Arkansas. This is a Cincinnati team that's not ranked right now, but I bet they're going to be ranked next week because they've been playing some really good basketball. Uh, Arkansas coming off a physical game, and they're about to play another physical team. So it's going to be a great challenge for them. And, man, if Arkansas can pull this one off, and get to the Thanksgiving holiday 5-0. and The schedule looks favorable for the next couple weeks. Hey, they just moved up from 16 to 13 in the AP poll. This is where you can start to build some momentum. Uh, you're coming together as a team on a road trip. Start stacking up those wins and keep climbing up the polls. Uh, so good night for the Razorbacks. Hey, would it have been nice if Arkansas would have continued to roll and, and played a second half like they did in the first half? Maybe get some guys some breathers, a little bit of rest. Uh, cruise a little bit, maybe you play the walk-ons. Yeah, it would have been cool. But college basketball is a game of runs, and Musselman said it over and over and over that there's usually three runs in a game. you got to win two of them. Arkansas did that tonight. They're 4-0. Big game tomorrow night. I'll be there, and then I'll be back here to chat with you. I'm looking forward to it. As always, this has been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you tomorrow night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.